into the contest. It's Thursday the 10th of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Shane and of course, we've got a number of podcasts under our Afternoon Sport banner now, including the Building Resilience podcast with Noel Allnut. And I noticed that you and Brett uh, featured in a recent podcast and Building resilience. I suppose you had to build a bit in the backyard at Oak Flats. <laughs> well, Brett surely did. I was the oldest brother, mate, so I made him bowl to me all day long. <laughs> the poor bloke. I remember one day... He got I, good at it. Yeah, he did. He did <laughs> very much so. And our poor younger brother, Grant, had the field, so that's probably the reason he retired at 18. But it was, uh, yeah, the afternoon after school, mate, it was all afternoon, and Brett would often bowl for hours and hours and hours. And I think one day I got something like 420... And he finally got me out, and I bowled him out for a duck. Went inside. Brett cried. Mum gave me a smack, and made me go out and bowl him again. So that was that was the backyard at Oak Flats every day. Yeah, we'll go and have a listen to it because it's a good chat. The boys, brothers in arms. Now we've got plenty to talk about. Pakistan. Well, it looked closer than what it was. Really, they dominated New Zealand to make it through to the final of the T20 World Cup. Sepp Blatter claims the Qatar World Cup is a mistake, and Latrell Mitchell's big call. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Yeah, I watched this game last night, um, New Zealand, and they bowled well, Pakistan. The brilliant change of pace towards uh, the back end particularly just just absolutely smothered them uh, when they were trying to, to get quick runs and uh, they just didn't get enough and look they got there in early in the 20th over but they, they looked like they got there in a canter really. They did mate, totally dominant Pakistan and uh, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, setting it up for potentially one of the biggest games of all time mm. if India beat England tonight it'll be a Pakistan-India final wow. it will be the um, uh, the most watched sporting event of all time, I believe. I reckon it'll be over yeah. 2 billion people will watch this. Um, but yeah, as you said, Tim, Pakistan, very dominant. It started with Shaheen Afridi. Um, there was about three or four appeals just in the first day of the left arm fast bowler took two for 24 or four, uh, got the yeah. early wickets. And then New Zealand never really recovered, only getting three for 153. Um, and then Pakistan chased it down in, in, in ease. Uh, Rizwan's got 57 or 42, and Barbara Azam ended up 53 or 42, and they were just totally in control. Matty Hayden is the batting coach. They're looking good, Pakistan. Yeah, they certainly are, and uh, my tip is uh, for India just to sneak home tonight. It won't be easy for them, but, um, yeah, this will be quite a game. It will be, mate. They're, they're a bit of confusion happening at the moment. They're saying they haven't prepared a new wicket down there in Adelaide. They're using mm. an older wicket, which would suit, you would think, uh, India over um, England. 
Uh, I think there's a bit of a push for India to make this final just due to TV ratings, as I mentioned before. Uh, so not prepared to put a green wicket. They want lots of runs scored, and um, it'll definitely suit the Indian batsmen. Yeah, I want them to win as well. I couldn't mm. handle the rhetoric from all my English mates who uh, love laying <laughs> into us. Um, now, plenty of people have uh, you know, had things to say about the Australian cricket team and their rather underwhelming performance through the T20 World Cup. There is an argument that the T20 World Cup proved that the Aussies were missing the very thing they got rid of. Yeah, well, they're talking. Uh, Tim Payne's come out here and said that the thing they're missing is Justin Langer, and what Justin Langer brought to that team was intensity, passion, um, and hunger. Uh, and you know, looking from the outside in, you'd have to possibly agree with that that they did mm. lack all those three key ingredients. Uh, look, I think they'll reassess. I think it'll, it'll depend on how. I'm just going to sort of hold my comments on the Australian career team until the end of the summer. I want to see how they perform in the test series. Um, there are some players who are ageing, getting towards the end, of the end of their career, but there's some fantastic players. I think Smith is going to have a huge, huge summer after missing out on this T20 World Cup campaign as a batter, really. Um, I think he's going to put a lot of runs on the board. Yeah, and they're grown men. It's like mm. it's it, it doesn't have to come down to the coach, does it? No, it really, doesn't. Uh, the coach in cricket plays a very different role to the coach in many other sports. They've got to have that resilience and show that sort of desperation and and you know pain in defeat without a coach having to tell them to do it. Now, what about this change of rule at Wimbledon? This is an interesting one. Well, Wimbledon, pretty much from the time you enter the grounds of Wimbledon to the time you leave, you're supposed to be. Um, adorned in, in complete whites, Tim. Um, mm. Some of the girls now are saying that that's not possible due to just a female cycle uh, and they don't want to have to wear undergarments that are all white. Um, I won't go into that. I, I think you can read between the lines what I'm saying here, but um, yeah, there are some issues that they need to cater for everyone. Yeah, change of rules at Wimbledon, they're never easy to happen no. either, are they? Just across the board, it doesn't matter where the rules are, but uh, um, it has been one of the, the great events and makes me think of Nick Kyrgios and how close he got um, to winning the title. Um, now, to the world game, Sepp Blatter. Um, claiming that the Qatar World Cup is a mistake. That's interesting saying it now, isn't it? Um, of course, we're only uh, uh, weeks away from it beginning. The Australian team was announced the other day. Uh, there has been a whole stack of controversy around this, including uh, just recently uh, in the last few days, a Qatar World Cup ambassador coming out and saying some scandalous things about homosexuality. Yeah, well, homosexuality is forbidden in, in Islam, um, and they're really concerned about how... Uh, the LGBTQ people will be treated during this um, World Cup campaign. As you said, Tim, it's only 10 days away. It's a little bit late now. Um, It's going ahead, no matter what, in Qatar. And I just hope they have the common sense over there to welcome everyone uh, and treat everyone with the respect they deserve. Mm. Uh, And Socceroos goalkeeper, just on the the game itself, uh, uh, former goalkeeper and great really Mark Schwarzer uh, we spoke about uh, Mitch Langerak missing out yesterday and Mark Schwartz has come out and said he just does not understand the logic behind it because the logic if I go over our you know our script from yesterday was basically that they didn't want to put pressure on the captain whereas you know Mark Schwarzer and the many other sports people would say that the best thing to do is to have uh, the best people uh, in the first position and the second position. Yeah, and I think definitely I totally agree. And Swartz is saying that leaving Langerak out, is a, a, he was totally in shock. He is the informed goalkeeper. Um, and Graham Arnold was the one who actually got Langerak out of international retirement to join the squad initially. Um, but yet, I only have to think that Matt Ryan has 
almost gazumped Graham Arnold there and said, I don't want him in the squad. If I'm going to be captain, I don't, I don't want him around. So I think he might, might have uh, had the final say over Graham Arnold here. Stay with us. AFL, NRL, rugby and plenty more. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. Brisbane Lions uh, at risk of losing their home ground advantage after uh, cricket rejected the Gabba request. Uh, yeah, we're getting a bit of this, aren't we? Um, basically, you know, lots of sports, a very yeah. congested marketplace and, and not enough grounds, particularly with other big tournaments that are happening. Yeah, it's really, really confusing at the moment. And we're talking about the AFLW here and Brisbane mm. have a chance to make the grand final. Um, and if you make the grand final, they, they'll be on top of the table and there'll be a home ground advantage. Um, but unfortunately, you're going into cricket season now and they're saying here that the Gabba from December 1, there'll be a Sheffield Shield game. So they need to get the ground right for the test match later that month. Um, I can see Cricket Australia's what wants the ground in the right condition and having footballers run around and chew it up is not conducive for, for good cricketing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is going to be the problem moving forward, Tim. With the number of sports both men and women now play and the limited number of grounds, we're going to see more and more of this in the future. We're getting some uh, interesting matches. The, the real pointy end of the Rugby League World Cup. There were some half-decent games against some of the well, so-called minnows of World Rugby League, but really it's going to get down to you know three teams that are a chance of winning it, and then you'd think that uh, genuine chances would only be Australia and New Zealand. Latrell Mitchell's over there. If you follow his Instagram, uh, he looks like he's in a very happy place. And um, look, he's... Uh, He's been saying some interesting things too. He has. He's basically come out and said he wants to be, well, his goal is to be, become the greatest Indigenous player of all time for Australia. Um, we all know that he withdrew from the Origin Series last year, ruled himself out, and he mm. said he's almost going to do the same for this Kangaroos tour and wanted to just go back to his farm and have some rest and some time to himself. And it was only due to a call from Mount Meninga that got him to go over there. And he said he's really happy that he's there now. Um, he said in the first few weeks he did feel very homesick, um, but with other Indigenous players around, like Josh Adokar and Jack Whiten, he said he feels really, really at home now and, and feels excited and he really wants to work towards becoming the greatest player of all time from an Indigenous perspective. I think he's untapped, isn't he? Yeah. Like he has got so much ability. Yep. He's still so young. He's won grand finals. He was a, a dominant force as a young fellow when he came down and played with the Roosters. Mm. He's done some remarkable things at Souths. Uh, we saw that last year. Uh, his final game wasn't his best, but under an injury cloud, he's certainly got the capacity to be one of the top. I mean, he's got some uh, extraordinary football players in, in front of him to <laughs> yeah, think right. that he'd be the best uh, with Arthur Beetson mm. and a number of others, but Artie would be arguably the best. So anyway, but you've got to shoot for the stars, don't you? You do, mate. And um, and I think, look, I just I just get a feel that, uh, 
Luttrell is, is a superstar in his own right and is a big game player. But like a lot of sportsmen, mate, um, they'd like to have their arm put around him every now and then and feel, feel, feel um, loved and included. All of us like a little cuddle sometimes, Yeah, Shana. and nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely. Um, what about the NBL? I think that this uh, American guy that's been sacked might need a, uh, a cuddle and his mum's come out on Instagram defending him. <laughs> Corey Homicide Williams. Yeah. Well, Corey Homicide Williams is the, uh, the commentator and he said that he allowed him um, just a liability... Uh, they're talking about Craig Randall the second here. Well, his mum's come out on Instagram and said that those comments were unwarranted and unnecessary. And uh, so she's sticking up for her son. But from all reports, he, this guy was just hard work. He didn't get on with the team. Mm. He, he used to lambast the coach. Um, he's just all out of shop, so he's gone. He can go home to his mum now and have a big cuddle. He's a sook, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, well, I was that sort of, yeah, Corey, Corey certainly, his comments Didn't certainly weren't in a, cu- a cuddle mentality, were no. they? Um, all right, mate, uh, you played with some remarkable characters, personalities, great players. Um, what about Wayne Seabrook? He's a player that not a lot of people would know. I knew him, of course, a very good domestic player for New South Wales, but you got a story on Wayne to finish us this Thursday. I do. He was uh, he played for New South Wales in the late 80s. He was an opening batsman mm-hmm. from the St. George Career Club. He used to use a harrow bat, which is a smaller bat. Um, Bradman was the only guy that didn't use a full-size bat. So he copied Don Bradman, and not a bad guy to copy. On his debut mm-hmm. for New South Wales, he used to bat in the old Dunlop volleys, not the spikes. He scored 164 on debut against Victoria in his first Shield game. Got 82nd innings. I think the next Shield game, he scored another 50. Um, that was the end of the season. At the end of the season, he's working on his own roof at home, trying to fix a leak, and he fell through the roof and dislocated both shoulders and was, re- was replaced by Mark Taylor and Mark Waugh uh, and never played again. But he was renowned as a bit of a ladies' man, and he'd only take on two of his cricket whites, a tuxedo and an Air Force uniform. <laughs> That's all- and he's done lot volleys. And he's done volleys. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that winds a clock. Yeah, back. Dunlop volley, yeah. stonewashed jeans. He scored plenty of runs, and that night he was uh, he was a he was an air fighter, <laughs> a fighter jet flyer. I don't know. Very funny man, Way Seabrook. I'm sure he was a top gun. That's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We're back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Strive Stronger with Andrew May. Listen in as Andrew May explores the latest in human performance with an all-star cast of subject matter experts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.